Ever since the first day I laid eyes on you, I knew you were the one. On paper, I was too young to know anything, let alone who the one was. But it was just something about him. Tall, beautiful eyes, and an ego that took up space but made room for others. I'm talking about the one and only Benny Rodriguez. Benny Rodriguez was the gateway drug to my love obsession. I saw in this fictional character something that I wanted in real life. Whatever he had, I needed it in my world just to know what it felt like to be friends with Benny Rodriguez. Well, you know the old saying, be careful what you ask for. I didn't then. I'm sure it wouldn't have mattered either because once I met my Benny in real life, my life changed permanently. I don't remember the exact time or place. I just remember his smile being my favorite. Somewhere off of Arlita in a foster home in the San Fernando Valley, I befriended an angel. No, seriously, this young man had wings. His presence brought me a peace my troubled soul never knew. A little black girl with a sporadic attitude, drug-abusing parents, and a white woman playing the role as mama. I had plenty of reason to be crazy. I often found myself in trouble for throwing tantrums and screaming I hate you at the top of my lungs as a form of self-expression. I knew pain and displacement so well, it was a part of my identity. I know this to be true because the moments I spent with my Benny, I knew I belonged. I knew that whatever he had, I needed. And as long as he was around, I wouldn't need anyone else's approval. I felt the total opposite with him that I've ever felt in my day-to-day -day life. No other human made me feel like this. Only God could do that. He had to be an angel. Naturally, I loved my Benny. I was in love with him. His kind heart made it too easy. Some people think that I'm crazy for feeling this way. They say, we were kids. He was supposed to be nice to you. But it was deeper than that. What they don't know is my Benny wasn't just my peace from the pain. He was my escape. From what we legally call child molestation, but I call a peace offering. Bad kids get a bad rep. And we often have to be extra nice and well-behaved for an extended period of time before being seen as otherwise. In my case, as the oldest girl in the house and the most troubled, there wasn't enough nice I could dish out to fit in. With three younger siblings and two older, I spent mad time alone and needed a change. The oldest sibling in the house hated my guts, though. We always clashed. I don't even know why, honestly. Could have been my attitude. Who knows? But he didn't care for me at all. I don't remember when, but this all changed one day when the youngest siblings left with the guardians and I was left with the older siblings. I didn't have anyone to play with, and I reached out for company. Surprisingly, I was invited in the room as the two played video games. Of course, the controller wasn't passed my way, but it didn't matter. I was in the room, not being yelled at or being a problem, just chilling. I can't tell you how it started, but I believe I started it. My needy heart and curious mind did whatever it took to nourish the feeling of being welcomed. Even if it meant going under covers or in the closet with a teenager and performing oral before I even knew what it was. I was kissed and touched in private places.
I knew it was wrong on so many levels. But the three minutes in the closet in exchange for what I felt was love and unity seemed like collateral I could work with. As long as white mama didn't know. I'm embarrassed to say for a while I enjoyed it. I didn't spend nights crying or hating him. We had a secret that brought us closer and put a stop to the hate. The results of these acts were satisfying. Sooner than later, though, I grew tired. I was tired of the expectancy that came with it. I grew tired of the dog piles that led to fingers in my panties or a penis pressed against me. God must have been tired, too. Because right around the time I wanted out, one breast began to grow on my chest. My hormones told of all the secrets my young self kept. This is where my Benny comes in. See, with my Benny, there weren't any sexual favors. There was only make-believe. Reenactments of men in black. Agent J and K fighting aliens and doing flips on the trampoline. Getting my hair wet on a slip and slide or swinging extra high on the swing were the only expectations he had of me. Without knowing... My Benny touched me in a private place, too. My heart. My theory is after a few doctor's visits, the truth was out. Not long after I was sent away to camp in the summer, and when I came back, I was told I'd be moving in with a new family. I was heartbroken by the news. Everything I ever knew would be no more. My brothers, my sister, my Benny. I packed all my Barbies in a large plastic container and waited. As the green Camry pulled into the driveway, I felt my heart drop into my stomach. I hoped my Benny would be there to see me off, but it was a school day. As hugs and I love yous went around, I held back my tears and climbed into the front seat with my new mom. I offered her silence as the only form of self-expression. Inside, my heart cried out to God for my Benny and my family. And as the scenery changed from green to dry desert, I prayed a simple prayer inside. Dear God, please let me find my family and my Benny when I turn 18. Please. Amen.